touch my tra-la-la. Mmm, my ding-ding-dong. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Holy. That, that was mean. That was straight up mean. That was mean. That was mean. You're trying to give me a heart attack. I was ready for that one. But are you trying to give me a heart attack? That was that was mean. That was very very mean. Um I am heart attacked. I have been officially heart attacked. You didn't know it was going to be that loud? I mean, it shit's like <laughs> I guess I have it turned on to the max here on my side. It's okay. I'm just I'm joking too. It did catch me by surprise, but Ironically enough, I did feel like I was about to have a heart attack. I did feel today, not not because of this, today. Now, I don't know if this was heartburn from stress, but I did feel something like here. And I was like, am I having a heart attack? You know, I had an uncle who had a crazy heart attack at my age and just dropped dead within instance and died right in front of my dad. So I, that's what went through my head today. I was like... Is this my turn? Am I fated to have his fate? Wait, I wasn't. It wasn't my turn. No. I mean, yes. <laughs> what a stream it would turn into. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Half of the comments would be, oh, he's faking it. He's doing this for sympathy. He induced, and, and then even if I go to the doctor, and the doctor's like, no, no, he had a legit heart attack. People would be like, he, he induced a heart attack himself. He was trying to just sympathy bait. He's trying so desperately to save his career, he faked a heart attack. No other YouTuber has gone that far. But Death Noodles is disgusting. I hate him. I watch him every day, but I hate him. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Tina Turner. Holy shit. Uh, that was sad today. Very, very sad. I love me some Tina Turner. Grew up watching Miss Tina Turner. My favorite Tina Turner moment. Thr This is my favorite Tina Turner moment ever. In case you're curious. Hello. By the way, Mad Max is one of my favorite trilogies ever. Open it. Open it. Oh, they made this their thing. I was also very shocked. She should not, she should still be good and alive.
it, and I say that this man has broken the law. She, she is such a performer. Right or wrong, we had a deal, and the law says. Why is this movie traumatizing for you? Bust a deal, face the wheel. Bust a deal and face the wheel. Yeah, the whole thing with with Ike. Yeah, that's really sad. I don't really want to bring that up though. Let's just think of the good moments, yeah. Bust a deal, face the wheel. There were a lot of other great moments that she was in. This is so dramatic. Gulag. Get to the sun to the gulag. I'll show you one of my favorite. I mean, she has so many great songs, but this is my favorite theme that she's ever done. Golden Eye. She was gorgeous. By the way, this was my first ever James Bond movie watching at a movie theater. See reflections on the water More than darkness in the depths See him surface and never a shadow I did play 007 on Nintendo 64. It was one of my favorite games ever. I fucking love that game. Do what I please. Golden night, no time for sweetness. But a bitter kiss will bring him to his knees. You'll never know how I watch you from the shadow. This is one of the greatest, uh, not gonna lie, this is one of the greatest James Bond themes and one of the greatest James Bond movies. I've watched every single one with the exception of the last one. I haven't watched that one yet, but this is by far one of the greatest. I had a full conversation with somebody the other day about the uh, the the Timothy uh, Dalton ones, how those were like nightmarish. Uh, the, the Roger Moore, Sean Connery era. I mean, this is by far the best theme. Um, I think that who was the there was another one that um was like pretty good but i, I can't remember if i went through i if i remember the as a child. but 
this one's the only one that comes to mind, obviously, because it's great. You never know how it feels to be the one who's left behind. You never know the days, the nights, the tears, the tears I've Wait, you think Bourne is better than than James Bond? No! What? No way. I love, don't get me wrong, I love the Bourne franchise, but I'm I'm such a huge Bond fan because I I watched this when I was a kid in the movie. This had like a legitimate impact. It's kind of on my life. This kind of like watching Jim Carrey, like watching Ace Ventura. It was one of the first movies I remember watching in a movie theater. And this movie had like such a a, a classic video game with it too. It's so rare for there to be a movie that's so classic that also has such a classic video game that goes along with it. Oh, this is also great. I mean, this is this is also great. Can I tell you why this is great? You you just shared. We don't need another hero. Not only is this a great song. But did you know it was such a huge thing in Brazil? There was this really famous race car driver in Brazil who shortly before he passed away in a really tragic crash. It's actually, they made several documentaries about it because he was an F1 driver and the crash was so crazy. He died like on the, on the, the, the racetrack, but she like sang this specifically for him. Like she serenaded him when she went to Brazil Oh, is Simply the Best? She sang Simply the Best for him? Yeah, it was just like short, like right, bo- like just maybe a month or so before he died. Well, this is such a great song. Private Dancer is also really good. I'm just skipping ahead a bit because I know this shit's going to get claimed like to hell and back. So. Hey, thanks for the follow, Tool Floyd. The pipes on her. Holy shit. She can sing the hell out of anything. We don't need to go away. Such a beautiful fucking song. This is the one I was just ta- telling you guys about. So yeah, he like passed away shortly after this, but this was like huge in Brazil. People were like, 
People in Brazil became such huge fans of Tina Turner after she did this. Because this guy was like legitimate god status. Yeah, see now they're showing like highlights of him racing. It's so sad. I will, they the you know what's the most fucked up thing? They broadcast his death like live on television in Brazil. I remember being a little kid. He crashed his car and my my dad was like he was like, uh, I don't think the kids should be watching this because they were just playing this live on TV as he was dying. And my dad was like, I don't think the kids should be watching this. Because uh, it was such a crazy car crash. They took him out of his car and they started trying to, you know, revive him on the racetrack. How you doing, tipster? They started trying to revive him on the racetrack. So my dad was like, uh, you know, I'll take the kids out. He walked us down the block to the, there was a videotape store, right? Similar to Blockbuster. And hey, Marie May, thanks for the follow. And my dad, like we walked in. And then immediately as we walk in, we're like, they're showing him like getting surgery on the side of the racetrack. And they're like, oh yeah, he just died. I remember, bro, I remember that shit like crazy. Like I just seeing like, we, we, we regret to announce that he has just passed away. And they're like taking his body from the side of the racetrack into the ambulance and flying him away. It's so fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, rip Tina Turner. She, uh, definitely one of the greatest of all time. Uh, fucking love, love me some Tina Turner. Uh, oh, oh, I got my food. Uh, hold up one sec. Let me play one thing. Here, hold up a good mac and cheese right imagine one with that cute shell pasta with tangy aged white cheddar cheese maybe you have it in a bread bowl with some bacon bits on tap and yeah i've made myself a bit hungry we're just gonna be professionals here we know blair we know you will love some mac and cheese come on now <laughs> about eight days ago i made a video on illuminati and i truly on my mama at that time i thought i was done with illuminati i thought the only way i would ever talk about her again is if a she dropped a 20 to 30 minute real apology are you guys familiar with this? This whole Illuminati stuff? I've been trying to keep up with it. I I don't think I made one video like kind of discussing it, but not really in depth. No BS, no blaming people, not trying to take people down with you, but like an actual heartfelt apology to everyone. Ever since Yeah, I had to grab my food, tipster. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> then we still haven't gotten an apology she's still uploading like nothing is happening and yesterday i saw this on twitter at hello fresh we asked nicely that you stop doing ads with this evil person she gave her mom cancer for god's sake and post people's suicide letters online at illuminati how in the world do you give someone cancer like i'm sure if you show people 5 to 15 illuminati videos they might get eye cancer because their videos are just that bad with horrible takes with horrible opinions so i could see how that could be a possibility she gave her mom cancer <laughs> 
just found that extremely weird. Like, what the fuck? And to my surprise, HelloFresh, a company that has worked with Blair for about a year, two years now, and even the recent ones, she always shells HelloFresh. And HelloFresh, they respond on Twitter. They said, thank you for bringing this to our attention. We have stopped working with this creator and will not be working with him in the future. Going after people's sponsors. Now, this is a very tricky situation. I don't think it's as black and white as people want it to be. In one hand, yay, let's go. A horrible, disgusting, has less money. We got him to drop one of their many sponsors. It's not only about her, but it's about other people. What if one day I get a sponsor and someone doesn't like me because of some opinions I have, right? So they go on Twitter, they email them. They're like, do not work with this guy. He's just a bad, evil person. That's taking money out of my pocket too. Granted, I have never done anything as evil as Illuminati. I completely understand both sides of this argument. This is bad. Yeah, HelloFresh is known for being pretty quick to the trigger for like canceling sponsorships. They've done that before with other creators. Like, uh, it's not the first time. I'm not really familiar. What's the whole thing with her? Does anybody know with a whole cancer thing? Is that is that real? Like, what the hell? I'm I, I don't I don't know. I feel kind of stupid because I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Like that that whole situation has so many layers, and I feel like I missed about eighty percent of them. Uh because what it could cost other content creators and yay this is good because an abusive horrible person like illuminati finally lost one of their main sponsors so let's celebrate right uh, to be completely honest guys i have no idea how to feel about this like in one hand i am happy you know they cut illuminati off but on the other hand i just think about other content creators and the future for this platform but illuminati's not being canceled for being controversial for being edgy for having an edgy sense of humor she's being canceled for being an abusive horrible person it's completely different like there's a 50 50 chance this could end up bad for everyone involved and some people responded with cool good to know you're just going to believe whatever people say on the internet without speaking to the creator because these are bland falsehoods girl do you really think directly attacking your boss's ex-sponsor is a mature thing to do i don't know what people on twitter are smoking i don't know how you can support illuminati after this but it's not like me and other youtubers are making false lies about her and false allegations about her because because we want clout but at the same time we're yeah i do watch sensitive society I've been watching his coverage of the this whole situation has been pretty good. I've been trying to ca I know he's made several videos covering it. I've watched quite a few, not all of them, but yeah. Exposing a hypocrite, we're exposing a liar, and it's not like it's just us. It's people that knew her personally who are coming forward and talking about their horrible experiences with her. It's not some random internet losers with like 10 subscribers, you know? It's been a month, she dropped one horrible video and dipped. It's not like she's this defenseless little creature who no one lets her speak. No, she's had multiple opportunities to correct this, to make things right, and she just completely ignores everything. And then I found this tweet. Hey, as a consumer, I would like to urge you to keep your brand clean by disengaging with certain problematic people we sponsor such as at illuminati hello fresh pretty much responded in the same way hello we had cut ties we won't be working with them in the future to me as someone who's a content creator who's not the cleanest that pg family friendly like the people who are family friendly they don't say any bad words they're not controversial like i just hope people can separate being edgy to being a completely abusive horrible boss like illuminati was and i think all of this could have been avoided three weeks ago even two weeks ago if illuminati was humble enough to look at this see her money dry up see her views go down see her lose 200,000 subscribers if she was actually that small wait she lost 200,000 subscribers no I right, hold up did she actually lose 200,000 subscribers let me see I have to see this this is crazy
Nanti. It's like her. The spelling of her channel is kind of first time. <laughs> oh shit! She actually lost one hundred and seventy thousand. That's right. Shit! She's still losing. Holy fuck! She lost two hundred thousand subs. One hundred and seventy thousand. That's crazy. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I guess it started to dip around April. She lost 10K one week, 40K the next, 60K the next, 30K the next, and then 30K the next. Holy shit. That's a lot. I wonder why she hasn't made a video responding. Because I know there, there are a lot of people who used to work with her. Made videos exposing her. I did see the Bo Blacks video where he talked about, like he showed the, uh, the Discord messages between her former employees. There were pictures of her house and how she like, Apparently, she's not very put together as far as, like, keeping the house, you know, clean or whatever. I don't know. But that's really not the main point of this whole situation. She was terribly abusive to people. Mar, as she claims she is, she would have dropped a massive apology and just apologized to everyone for being a horrible person. I think this could have ended up completely different if you owned up to it instead of trying to ignore it. But I actually do think Illuminati thought she could get away with it because she was Illuminati. It's been a month. People haven't forgotten. It's far from over. Like I said, I think all of this will die down in like two, three, four months, which is four months of lost revenue. Illuminati has people working for her who depend on her. I believe 45 people work with her, if not a bit more. At some point, she has to drop an apology video if she actually cares and wants to save this dying channel I also saw people mention that she's getting kind of desperate with the money on one of her newest videos She has three different sponsorships and as someone who's worked with companies before on every single piece of document I've read they always want that sponsorship. Let's just take great channel legends as an example Every single time they only want one ad which is theirs to be played throughout the video I've worked with VPN and they always say we could only have one sponsorship throughout the video i don't know how illuminati is getting away with having three sponsors per video that is crazy i don't think i've ever seen a youtuber do three sponsorship um i've seen phil defranco do two in a video 
I don't know about three. But, I mean, if she's getting a lot of offers, I mean, good for her. I don't know if it's really a sign of being desperate, but... It's on a 20-minute video. That is fucking nuts to me. I think at that point you're telling everyone, yeah, I need money. Uh, she hasn't been up. She hasn't been active on Twitter. She hasn't posted anything. She hasn't been responding to comments. She's just been completely radio silent for about a hey, month hey. now. And I am so happy to see someone this horrible finally get what they deserve. At this point, I think it's over for Illuminati. And I think an apology is a little too late. I think her pride and ego are so fucking big. It won't let her apologize even if she wanted to, which is kind of sad. You know, you've built a channel with over a million subscribers and you're going to throw it all away because you refuse to apologize what do you guys think of this video what do you guys think of the situation whatever you guys think let me know in the comments below and before you go if you enjoyed this all right bum 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 Is a really funny video I wanted to watch. This is from CNN. Uber's diversity chief is on leave from the company after criticism from some employees related to an internal panel called Don't Call Me Karen. Hey. Bo Young Lee, Uber's chief diversity and inclusion officer, is on a leave of absence. Matt Walsh is unironically arguing that saying Karen is a slur. Karen is a slur equal to the N-word. What do you think, chat? What do you think? Is it equal to the N-word? You tell me. According to a uh, Uber spokesperson, Lee oversaw a series of sessions called Moving Forward at Uber that focused on issues around race, gender identity, and class. One of the more recent sessions was titled Don't Call Me Karen and focused on the experiences of a handful of women, uh, women leaders, a, a person familiar with the matter told CNN, Karen is a slang term that usually refers to a middle-aged white woman with a strong sense of entitlement, often at the expense of people of color. Lee was put on leave after a follow-up uh, listening session in response to concerns about the Don't Call Me Karen panel resulted in additional concerns. So there was a listening session in response to concern. No, because anyone can be a Karen, and it's not rooted in systematic racism. Yep, exactly. Men can be Karens. Too, right? We've seen several, it applies several times to men as well. Which resulted in concerns. And so she was put on leave. Um, black and Hispanic workers at Uber first felt that the organizers of the event were focusing more on the harms caused by using the moniker Karen. By the way, Matt Walsh is a Karen for this. What about Felicia? Has anyone checked on her lately? Is she still gone? Exactly. Is Felicia a slur? Then the harms white people can inflict on people of color. In a follow-up listening session, the Times reported, some employees felt that their concerns weren't being heard and that instead of a, uh, that instead of a chance to provide feedback or have a dialogue, they were lectured by Lee about their response to the initial Don't Call Me Karen event. Okay, so there, was, there were concerns and there was a listening sh session about those concerns, which led to more concerns and then they had a follow-up list. Mayor Karen can be a Kevin, but you can refer to a man as a Karen, okay? Session. I've seen plenty of times that where men are referred to as Karens. About the concerns that... Like Matt Walsh is a Karen. ...came from their listening session about the concerns, and those also created concerns. 
And so what we need is that we need now a third listening session about the concerns from the listening session about the concerns from the original. Hey, at least Dennis gets squirt in his mouth. That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> session. We just got to keep, we got to keep listening and keep talking about our concerns. Everyone is very concerned. Well, I'm concerned too. And my concern is this, that um, if you, if you still have any confusion about what these diversity initiatives actually are, well, this should clear it up. Diversity absolutely means anti-white. That's what it means. All diversity initiatives are anti-white initiatives. Anytime you hear about any kind of diversity initiative anywhere, whether it's in government, in corporations, it was originally exclusive for white women and it's still overwhelmingly used to target white women. Let me see. So, male Karen. Male Karen. It's official. We have the male Karen name. What is your name? A male Karen. So this is from 15 hours ago. Decides to use a weapon. Karen strikes again. I mean, that seems pretty broad. It's not that hard to find videos. I mean, this one is like overloading because it's like she's going viral like crazy, especially after the back and forth today. But let's see this. You can't bring a weapon out on me. Yes, I can because I have one. Okay. Okay. I'll get the fuck out of here. Holy shit, these male Karens are aggressive. I guess this is the next guy. Um, I've seen men in male Karen in Karen compilations as well. Um, male Karen. Right here, from two years ago. We got moist critical male Karens. What is a male Karen? Ryan Long. Over the last six months, there's been an influx of media attention paid to Karens. While at the same time... By the way, this is all from two years ago. Two years ago. I'm widely ignoring the equally as snitchy population of male Karens. You see, male Karens are actually like female Karens in many ways. We both enjoy asking to speak to the manager, reporting people on social media, calling the cops on fellow citizens. Where we diverge, however, is our point of outrage. While both female and male Karens enjoy having people fired, female Karens have them fired for bad service, while male Karens have them fired for offensive tweets. Both Karens enjoy policing lyrical content, but while Karens police the content of rap, male Karens are much more interested in policing the content of comedy. Both Karens enjoy social distance snitching. But while Karens call the cops on black people, male Karens, even in the case of an armed robbery, would never call the police on a burglar of color. You see, I like to think of male Karens as the Robin Hoods of Karening, in that we snitch on the privileged to get social points for pretending to care about the underprivileged. Here's where things get complicated. We do have something called a... Yes, I mean, look, if we're going to go with a whole concept that a Karen is a slur. 
okay, saying that's calling somebody a Karen, that's a slur, then Karen is the first non-binary, non-racial slur. It can apply to anybody. Anybody can be a Karen. So. Female male Karen. Well, at first glance, this appears to be a younger female Karen, but if you look closer, you'll see armpit hair, androgynous clothing, and a slinky posture to show solidarity with the male Karen community. All three Karens have bad haircuts, are constantly shocked and appalled, and pee sitting down. But the devil is in the details. For example, if all three Karens attended a comedy show, even though they hate comedy, a female Karen would complain about the waitstaff being slow, the temperature of the room, and vulgar language. A male Karen would complain that there were jokes about gender, race, etc., and that there were not enough female comedians on the show. Whereas the female male Karen... Female male Karen oftentimes become a comedian themselves to fight comedy from the inside by suggesting that the comedian should be replaced with the female male Karen herself. Now, I don't want to give you the impression that male Karens don't respect our roots. I mean, calling the cops on white kids skateboarding, getting loud frat parties broken up. But until Karens realize that like art, Karening needs to have a message, there will always be a rift between the different generations of Karens. Yeah, I'd like to have Karen fired for trying to have a Hispanic man fired. Male Karens are the future. Um, actually, Becca, I'm a female male Karen, according to his chart. Okay? Got it right. Uh, in any institution at all, it is an anti-white initiative. Diversity is an anti-white conspiracy. And you can clip that and cut it and post it on Twitter because I know you will, because that's what it is. Um, and if you ever doubted it, well, here you go. Because the diversity chief at Uber tried to do one thing, okay, host one event. This was one session as part of a series where they were talking all about diversity and all the ways that, uh, quote unquote, people of color are victimized. And in the middle of that series, just one session, one little event where she she tepidly suggested that, hey, you know, maybe we also shouldn't use racial slurs against white people. Maybe. Yeah. Karen is so different, though. Karen is like a fucking meme. It's not a slur like. It's so different because it's like the the word describes a behavior, right? When you have traditionally slurs are just used to other people, right? They're supposed to say, oh, you're not like us. So this word is dedicated to you. So you know you're not like us. And we're going to call you this word so that you're reminded that you're not like us. That's for the N-word, for the F-slur, the... You know, every other slur. Slurs against Jewish people, Asians. That's what those slurs were for, right? It was so primarily white people were using them, right? So they could essentially say, oh, yeah, you're a second-class citizen. You're not one of us, right? Yeah, there's no oppression. There's no aspect of oppression 
to the Karen slur. Right? There's no no aspect like you you're not oppressed as a Karen. If anything, it's quite the opposite. Just like with the C word, right? Just like with the C word, that's a slur for white people. The K word, the Karen word. Okay? It is it's like if anything, the C word, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? If anything, that word is just a re-emphasis of, I mean, I, I hate to take it that far, but like, it, it's a re-emphasis of white people being in a position of power. Because it's, what does it mean? Cracking the whip, Right? C-word candy. Yeah. But just think about it. What what are the origins of the C-word? Let's look it up. Let's see. What are the origins? So, yeah. Look, look at this. If anything, it's a, re, it's a reinforcement of white power. It was in the late 1800s when writers from the North started referring to Hayseed faction of South homesteaders as, you know, Seward. Those writers decided that they were called that because of the cracking of the whip when they drove slaves. So, if anything, it's a reinforcement. Oh, yeah, you guys were the masters. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not going to say it because I can't say it on Twitch. So, but you guys get the point. This this word, this word, the ultimate slur that you can call a white person is a reinforcement. It's a reminder, right? It's a reminder that white people own slaves in this country. That's what it is. The same thing with Karen. The premise of the meme behind a Karen is a person who's essentially using their whiteness to, through their victimization by crying, yelling for help, and all these other things that Karens have done in videos are bringing attention to themselves in a way that can harm somebody who will most likely, as a result of their identity, cause for there to potentially be an overreaction by law enforcement when they come upon them to, you know, resolve the situation. Right? Why are we being educated on the word Karen? Because this dumb motherfucker decided to say that Karen is a racial slur. Fuck off, that's not a C word. I can't say it on Twitch. So you mean Becky met white woman? Yeah, you can't say Becky either. You can't say Felicia. Okay, all of those are slurs now. By Felicia. Oop. Gotta say by F word. That sounds like something else now. You know what I mean? It's so fucking hilarious. Like the N-word, all these other slurs were actual slurs. They're slurs because, you know, you think of the slurs of like that they had for Italians, right? You think of the slurs that they have for Cubans. They all they're all derogatory. They they're all like essentially ridiculing their identity, right? Like I was called I was called the uh I was called a wetback by several people in the past, right? Uh, ironically, because it's like almost impossible to swim over from Brazil, right? But that's also, that's a common slur to use against Cubans, right? And just think of it. 
it's derogatory because it's like, oh, you had to swim over here. Oh, look at how poor you are. It's like there's a whole connotation around that slur that it's it's supposed to be diminishing. And now you think of the slurs for white people, you think they, they just heighten how powerful white people are. The whole idea behind Karen is that this person has enough privilege and power where their tears and their cries for help will essentially put somebody else's life in danger. Now I now I feel even more after what happened today, I feel even more even better in a position even I feel I don't want to say the word entitled cuz it's not, it's not but I feel even more justified calling her a Karen. So a slur is used to target or undervalue a group of people, middle-aged white women saying male Karen only emphasizes the normality a norm normativity of the word in its application to women. I feel like you didn't listen to anything I just said. The what does the word Karen imply? Here, let's look it up. Karen is a pejorative term used as slang for a white woman perceived as entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is normal. The term is often portrayed in memes depicting white women who use their white privilege to demand their own way. So, like, you could you could technically argue that this is metaphorically a way of cracking the whip. This is like a metaphorical, like the same thing. They're all every slur for a white person is a different version of a a, a, a whip. She's using her tears as the whip. You know. Frosty, don't even start it. <laughs> I don't know how to change the chat background. I don't know why it keeps showing up white. Because for me right here, it's night. It's like it's dark. It's black on white. But it shows up on the screen as white on black. I'm still waiting for re the, uh, the restream chat to like pick up again. I don't know why it hasn't been working. I have it open every day. If it was, um, if it were to come back, I would use that because it's easier to read too for you guys. You know, maybe we shouldn't do that. And just that one time, and she was fired for it. The, uh, the black and Hispanic workers were offended. They were offended by it. Well, I've seen all your comments, and we know times even hours of sleep are has to be at risk. And she, as she's anyways, package to feed percent off makes it safe for natural. So, order plus parents. Fun. Fuck half of this video is a brand integration. What the fuck? On plan, getting your own cell phone. Most of them want to talk. Is also great. So you get all the same. There you go. Somebody was saying they. What was the last video we saw? They didn't see somebody do three brands, three brand deals in a video. He's doing two. This motherfucker is doing two separate ones: Pure Talk and GenuCell. Holy shit. There you go. Two in one video. Pure Talk and GenuCell. That's puretalk.com. Promo code Walsh. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. 99.99999% of all diversity and equity material and all training is all about 
telling the black and Hispanic workers how great they are and how wonderful they are and how persecuted they are. And oh, H3 does several. I mean, it's okay to do more than two. I don't think that doing two or more brand deals is an indication of being desperate. That's why I said that when, I, when we were watching that video. I don't think it means you're desperate for money. If anything, it means your business is good. And how everyone else is out to get them and they're right about everything. That's 99.999% of everything. But th this was the 0.000001% of cases where it focused on somebody else briefly and they were furious. They, they just couldn't handle it. How dare she shift the focus away from them for 12 seconds? You, you can't do that. Never. How dare she suggest, most of all, that they should actually maybe treat white people with some level of basic human respect and decency? Because So, so th that was the really egregious thing, is that not only did this diversity chief briefly shift the focus away... I got to go up at the front. Yeah, I'll be back in like uh, one minute. ...from, you know, racial minorities to talk about white people... But she also suggested that if you're a racial minority, and I doubt that she put it this frankly, but she, you know, this was the implication. She suggested that if you're a racial minority, you know, you, maybe there are some standards of conduct that apply to you too. Maybe. Like maybe you can't just say whatever you want all the time. Maybe there's times when you should also think about what you're saying and treat people with respect. Maybe. And because she did that, she's now... Um, fired or on a leave of absence anyway, because that's not what these programs are supposed to be about. They're supposed to be anti-white. It's interesting too, to see how, um, how vehemently, um, people defend the Karen slur. And, you know, we talked about this yesterday. Again, they, they, they get really, really angry when you merely mention the obvious fact that it is an anti-white slur. They're not going to engage with the argument, obviously. As I pointed out many times, if I started calling annoying black women Shaniquas, everyone would agree that it's racist. Every single person. You know, if I went up to you and I said, man, this damn Shaniqua at the grocery store yelled at me. I just can't stand these Shaniquas. Hey, shut up, Shaniqua. If I said that, everyone would agree that it's racist. Okay? There, there would be no argument about it. And this, this thing with Karen is exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. There's no denying it. Nobody can deny it. Instead, they just explode with fury if you dare suggest that perhaps racial slurs against whites aren't great, because that's what it is, right? It's that they're not really denying that Karen is a racial slur against white women, because it, it obviously, I mean, even CNN says it, it refers to white women. It's derogatory. It's not a compliment. It's a derogatory label that is used against a particular race of people. Racial slur. So the Karen slur W. That can't be denied. Instead, what the, the people who object to my objection or anyone's objection to using Karen, what they're really saying is that, yeah, it's a racial slur, but I should be allowed to use a racial slur against white women. No, that's not the point. That is absolutely not the point. Whoever's saying that is using it in a hateful way. It's a fucking meme. It's not it's not meant to be like it's it's a fucking meme. That's all it is. And not only should I be allowed to use it, but I, I will passionately defend my right to use that racial slur. 
And that's what all this is. All the diversity stuff. God, he is coping so much. He is coping so much. He seems so defeated. It's simply about establishing and reinforcing the racial... Yeah, he's taking it super personal and reaching to levels that we... I don't think any human being has ever reached before. He has gone far beyond Mars. He's like in another stratosphere of reach right now. ...hierarchy, that's all it is. We all know it. So um, let's just be honest about it. That's all I'm saying. Let's, let's be honest. About he's, he's far deep into Uranus. About what it is. That's uh, shit. That's wild. Anyway, let's do the Karen update, the city by Karen update, because I feel like that's why we're here. And then we'll do we'll do a quick Twitter space to talk about this. Um, do we have time? I do want to do that. I uh, I got to keep an eye out because we got we have a, a mic today. I did put cameras right here so I can see everything that's going on. I can see when people come in and stuff. It's got to adjust the screen because right now it's like, hold up. I got to adjust the screen real quick. There we go. Boom. Now, now I can see it. I can see the front door. Shut the front door. Yeah, baby. Ah, oh, man. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Batman. Holy shit. I got I got eyes everywhere. This is my bat cave. It's not just the meme though. People are using it to inflict damage on people. It's not a slur though, but it is being used negatively and usually as a tool of vengeance and social justice. Yeah, there is a subversive aspect to it. Yes, there is a subversive aspect to it that inevitably has caused people to just you know, face dire social consequences who's to decide whether or not those consequences are like reasonable or not it's not for me to decide i'm not the one i'm not the jury the judge jury and executioner of this whole situation we just like we just look at these but i do i do believe that like somebody losing their entire life over a bad interaction is is exaggerated it is um Social consequences assumes that they're guilty. Yeah, I know. It, it does. It does totally assume that they're guilty. However, that's the that's the flaw. That's the inherent flaw of the court of public opinion, right? And it could happen to anybody, right? You could find yourself completely taken out of context and framed, right? Didn't she get 180k off this? She did. Yeah, her fucking GoFundMe is popping off. Here you go. So here's our holy shit. She made 120k, 123. So they this morning I checked. It was at 110. They raised it to 120 today. Just in it, just today they made 13k. So I mean, it's up to you at this point. I feel like if you're donating to her, I don't know. It, it, it's like it, it's been proved that she was. You can't say proved because we haven't watched a video or anything, but like according to the, his sister, according to the young black man's sister, she did impose herself on him and she jumped over him. So, 
How is the past relevant to whether Karen is currently harming people today? Yeah, it's unhinged people out there that decide they are the law and stalk your house, threaten your family, and harass you everywhere you go. Yeah, that's that goes without saying. That's way too far, right? I was seeing, when I first saw this breaking, people had already doxed her. They had already shared her name, like her fir- her full name, you know, the hospital. I mean, it was pretty obvious she worked at Bellevue, but her name had been doxed, um, you know, that she works at Bellevue, that, you know, her, everything about her had been doxed. And it was some pretty big TikTok creators had done that. I shared her GoFundMe on the original video that I did, you know, because it was after her employer, Bellevue, told her to go on leave, right? I shared a GoFundMe. I feel like it's reasonable. If her name is on a GoFundMe, I feel like it's reasonable to, you know, and the whole time I kind of avoided using her name as much just because I didn't want to keep bringing attention to this because I know there are crazy people out there. I didn't want to bring that much attention to her, like like her name, you know? But, yeah, I mean, is there an overreach? Yeah, like the court of public opinion is absolutely imperfect. That's why we have an actual judicial system. That's why there's a justice system because it's supposed to be more balanced right? Because you're supposed to have these rules of engagement so that you don't just destroy somebody based on false accusations, incorrect information, or just incomplete information, which is what happens all the time. I mean, it's straight up the Salem Moist trials, right? It often feels like the um, social media often feels like the Salem Moist trials. You know, you you watch that, uh, what's his name? Got his name. You watch that Arthur Miller play? You know what I'm talking about? The Crucible? It, de- it does a great job depicting exactly how social media is. It's based on the Salem Witch Trials. It's a classic American play. Uh, Winona Ryder was in the movie. I've seen the movie too. You know, and it's like... It's just people turning around and accusing each other. It's just a bad time. It, it, it was the same thing with uh, the Red Scare. It, history just repeats itself. So can we do it on Discord instead of Twitter? Yeah, we can do it on Discord. I deleted my cru- uh, the Crucible from my memory after having to be in the play. Oh, my God, you were in it. got to be honest with you. I'm kind of jelly. I fucking love the Crucible. There was one year I was in, I was my community theater, uh, you know, place that I was in in Florida. They, they tried to do it, but then I think the, uh, the director got cold feet and then went, went with Tennessee Williams. So we did, I think the glass menagerie or some shit like that, which don't get me wrong. I fucking love Tennessee Williams, but I, uh, I love Crucible. I love the Crucible. I think Arthur Miller is a genius. The fact that this play is still so relevant and he tapped into something that is just like, it's just so fucking real. Hold up one sec. Let me do one thing. I got on air signs now, folks. 
Hold up one sec. I'll be right back. I'll play this trailer for you. Give me a soft word. Abby, I may think of you softly from time to time, but I will cut off my hand before I reach for you again. We never touched. Hi. But we did. What some hearts desire, they must possess. I know you, John Proctor. You love me. Whatever sin it is, you love me yet. What they cannot possess, they must destroy. I have a warrant for your wife. For what crime? On what proof? Who charged her? Well, Abigail Williams charged her. Abigail wants me dead, John. You know it. This girl is false! If you cry words against my wife, it will be yeah. the end of you. I am but God's friend. Daniel Day-Lewis, holy she shit. She condemn Elizabeth. She will be condemned. Fear. Judge Hawthorne has condemned 14 more people to the jail and promised hanging if they don't confess. Confess? To what? All it takes to be condemned. Anyone breathe a word and I will come. We're watching a trailer for The Crucible, okay? That's. I just played that because I had to step out for a sec. But, um. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I just have the cameras here so I can see people coming in and out now of the building. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Let's do a discord thing. Let's, let's, uh, let's do this chat. Let's do this debate on discord. All right. Uh, I'm pulling this up. Anybody wants to join, just come in on the weight room and then I'll bring you in. Hello. Yellow. Hello. Hey. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good, and you? I'm doing good. How are you, Becca? Good? I'm good. So are we going to, like, <laughs> debate on, like, our opinion on, like, the whole thing or just, like, the update? Um, I mean, I think it's it's important that we just debate it on the whole thing or, or talk about it on the whole thing, right? Because if we just okay. look at the update, then we're just going to, you know... I have it here. Let me play the update so people in the chat can know what the update was. And then um, we can. Well, let me know whenever you're like ready, because um, I can't see like chat like through Discord. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. OK. One sec. Let me just pull this up. The only. Um. The only reason why Sarah Jane Comrie was able to produce this receipt for this bicycle is because she jumped over this young man standing right here who had his hands on the handlebars, jumped over him, impales herself on his bike, and scans the QR code to begin the ride. How did all of this happen, and how do I know what happened? Because that young man is my little brother. Bike number 5603915 was in my brother's possession from St. Nicholas Avenue, Manhattan Ave, all the way to 1st Avenue, East 30th Street, from the hours of 6.33 p.m. to 7.19 p.m. At 7.19 p.m., they dock the bikes. Sarah Jane Comrie walks up to them, asks, hey, guys, can I use one of you guys' bikes? She says this as there are other bikes sitting idle at the bike rack. They politely decline. She asks them again, mentions that she's pregnant, and they still decline. Then, with my brother standing next to the bike with his hands on the handlebars, 
She so this is a this is a big detail, okay? He was still on the bike with his hands on the handlebar, okay? I know that a lot of people, I see them in the chat saying, that, oh, the bike wasn't his. He's on top of the bike. He's just resting. So we'll talk about it in a sec. But that's this is a pretty valid, you know. Jumps onto but the bike. But how was he on the, the bike, bike if, she will, if she looked like she was strapped on the bike and he I mean, just had his just arm look, on the Just like look at the... his friend. I'll show you his friend. You can see it from the way that his friend is sitting on the bike. Uh, here, one sec. Where is the oh. original? If I can find, here we go. So look at, please, his, please. look at his friend right here. That's how he was sitting. You see his friend is sitting on top of the bike right here? <laughs> That's how he was sitting. That's It's very reasonable. And this is something that happens in New York all the time. Like people will be biking somewhere. They'll dock the bike and then they'll sit for a few minutes so that they can rest and don't have to pay while they're resting. It's very reasonable. His friend's doing it right there. You see him right here. He's doing it. QR code. Thus beginning her ride. I see him. Mind I you, see him. I see him. Like I see his friend time. sitting on it. Yeah. But my thing is, like, how is she able to straddle the bike if he was sitting on the bike? She and just, then she another. Just, I mean, according to her, according to his sister, she just literally pushed herself onto him. But that's like hearsay. We don't know. She wasn't there. I mean, to she is. She is. That. She is showing that she's pretty aggr physically aggressive. I mean, there's that part of the video where she rips his phone out of his hand. She literally rips his phone without hesitation. She, like, straight up rips his phone out of his hand with zero hesitation. Like, you can see right here. Okay, I admit that is a wrong part. Right there, right there. She just ripped his phone out of his hand with zero hesitation. Look. Just, just took his phone. I see it. That's so aggressive. I, I, I believe, I believe that she felt entitled enough to jump on the bike when he was on when he said no. <laughs> also, also, my thing is, is like, why are you gonna dock your bike? I understand you're resting, but why are you gonna dock it to where you're as if you're returning the bike? Why so don't you not, like? Why aren't you resting away from like the docking station? So you don't have to pay for it while you're resting. Because you're paying by the minute. Does that make sense? Yeah. So here, city bike rates. So here, you're paying, you're paying literally by the minute. 449 for 30 minutes. And then, and then it's 26 cents per minute. I mean, I don't know what their situation is like as far as money goes, but Maybe they're trying to save some money. Maybe they were like, okay, we're going to rest up for a few minutes. I don't want to pay for it while I'm resting. So I'm just going to dock it, sit on it. There are other bikes available. She says it right here that there were other bikes available. There were we other. That's hearsay. That's hearsay. I mean, we it's don't obvious. know. So her, her lawyer kind of inadvertently confirmed that there were other bikes available by sharing that she, there isn't, she got a second bike. She went to a different bike and rode that home. So there was obvious. There were obviously bikes available if she was able to get another bike. Right. We don't know if she had to like walk a certain like way to get another bike because I it mean, looked he, like he wasn't going to give up the bike. There's clearly a map of where the bikes were. They it shows it right here. So he could he could share that part of the map. He could show where your trip. See, it says where it was picked up and where it went. He could show that where where the bike was picked up.
So, I mean, he has they they re, they released a heavily redacted receipt. Doesn't show where the bike was picked up, doesn't show the time, just shows the serial number and the date. They could they could just share that. Why do they keep withholding information? It's us. Um TikTok they're withholding information by not showing the date on there. So, that's us too. I mean, the date is obvious. You can see the timestamp right here, and you can see the. I mean, anyone could go like the next day and like do around the same time, yeah. Just to like kind of, uh, you know, get your story like look, you know, I, I'm more to inclined, lean your way. Yeah, you're right, it, and it's perfectly reasonable. But for you I to mean, be the skeptical. date does matter. I mean, if you were to present that in court, like that would be thrown out because the date is not on. on the I mean, I'm pretty sure they could grab a date off of this if they wanted to they could just request it from city bike city bike has all the records from for all this stuff they could easily grab the date that's not a problem also i mean i'm more inclined to like they're like literally fighting for their life right here they're like they're not lawyers they're they have people saying oh but she's a secondhand source i mean bro she's his sister trying to stand up for her brother meanwhile she hired this like crazy lawyer a crazy expensive lawyer that she's paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to to go on television to go on this full court media press to defend her save her more more importantly save her reputation so she can keep her job as she should i mean she's pregnant she's gonna lose her job because well, of maybe she uh, should have uh, thought of that before allegations that she's racist i maybe, mean as maybe, she should maybe she should have thought of that before she jumped on a on a stranger's bike and tried to take it away from him I don't think she's. I don't think she was trying to steal. I think. I think you're speculating that she's trying to steal because one, we. She's the only one that's showing proof that she purchased the bike. She purchased the bike. It was her bike. She purchased the bike. If it was docked, that means he was done riding it. That's what the system yeah, is showing if, that he was you, done riding you, it. If there were other bikes available, and there clearly were, because we don't she know was, that. We don't know that. We weren't there. She wasn't there. We don't know that. We don't know if there was other bikes available. We don't I know mean, she's she, pregnant. She, she, got, she just she, worked a twelve-hour shift, probably. We don't know if she had to walk across the street or walk blocks away to get another bike. We don't know that. She's, That's all she managed, hearsay. She managed to get another bike. Period. Which is fine. Yeah, she managed to get home that's that's good for her but the fact that she shouldn't have to do that she shouldn't have to fight for what's hers like she it, she bought the bike it was hers she and then the but fact she, that she, was she jumped over him so she forcefully jumped over a child we don't see that in the He's, video we don't see that in the video i mean we don't see it we we see it's her like attacking somebody who was on the bike before he has then he, he was can, clearly he clearly then he can, has then he can counter sue her for uh you know attacking him look but he has he's that, like on the bike he was on the bike he's got his hand like he was on the bike he just has his arm on there he she's straddling the bike she's she's like her whole body's on the bike like she you couldn't even see her get off of the bike when she has to go through her phone like she was straddling that bike she, her whole body was on that bike. She was ready to leave, and it looked like he was trying to stop her she with his clearly, arm. I mean, it's so obvious from her body language that she was trying to create a commotion to get him off the bike. When none of that worked, she just, like, so easily walks off the bike. If it was that easy for her to just walk off the bike, why didn't she do that earlier? 
And then because she's like, she oh, probably had paid for the bike. That's a good question, Dennis. That why didn't she walk away? She probably paid for the bike. You know that there's a thousand two hundred dollar fee if you the, don't return the bike. The bike was already. Why docked. is she responsible for that? Bike, why is she responsible for that when it's under her name? The bike got docked in the middle. You hear the bike get docked right here. It got docked. Yeah, but the fact that she had she didn't yeah. know it was gonna get docked. She was ready to leave. But the, the fact that it was docked. already under her name. A minute. Who knows if so, if he would have like. You know, I mean, we're speculating at this point, but the fact that it was under her name while the video was being recorded, it was she stays, under her name. She stays and she extra, could have been responsible for that. She stays an extra minute on the bike after it got docked, heightening the situation, crying. This is, this is all after home. the bike She's got docked. Pregnant. She's pregnant. She probably worked a 12 hour shift. She's a healthcare worker. She's on probably on her feet all day long. I mean, I would, I, I'm so already take, on I mean, the bike. Might okay. as well just take it with me. And if the guy, uh, if there was other bikes, why didn't the guy just get another bike? Like it was already under her name. She already had paid for the bike. Like so she was already on the she, bike. So we have all this empathy about her staying on her feet and a long day, but she's, but she's clearly capable enough of biking home for 25 minutes. That's what her other receipt said, that she biked home. She was ready right here to bike home for 25 minutes. Also, I understand being pregnant affects you, affects your, 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 your hormonal balance and all that stuff. At the end of the day, like I said yesterday, if you shoot someone, it doesn't matter if, if you're influenced by hormones or whatever it is. It can be a crime of passion. It's still a crime. You know what I mean? You still, you still did something fucked up. And as and as a nurse, as but a healthcare professional, because no one got no one as, died in this situation. As like, a health as a healthcare professional, like I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to think that whenever I go to Bellevue, and this is a hospital I went to several times in New York, I don't want to think that whenever I go to Bellevue, there's going to be somebody this aggressive taking care of me. She's supposed to be a level-headed, balanced person who's but not going to work. She's off of work. We don't know how she acts during work. You have I mean, you have clearly, business, you have a business attitude and you have whenever you get off, I mean, you have a different attitude. I mean, she doesn't have to be she doesn't forcibly have to be nice to these people. She don't know these people. And the fact that you're like using that pregnancy, you know, is irrelevant in this situation. Um I've been pregnant twice and like the hormones are real. Like I mean, okay. they're so real. Let me, let me ask um, you a question. So she could have had like a bad day. Um, you know, you, she, okay. she's almost she's six months pregnant. She could she's she's having a baby in like three months. Okay. Like that's not me, including like baby brain. That's not including I like. I get it. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. With all that being said, um, and you don't have to answer this, but did you ever do anything similar to what she did being pregnant during your pregnancy? I think I, I've had a meltdown with like, okay, so like, I mean, I've had altercations with my baby daddy, like, you know, but a, a complete stranger. I'm saying a complete stranger on a the complete street. Stranger. I mean, it, it's, honestly, I was pregnant during COVID, so I couldn't go out. <laughs> so I can't answer that. Okay. I can't answer you that said question. You, were, you said you were pregnant twice? Yeah. The second time then? Um... I mean, I didn't really go out anyways. I mean, I was still, so, I mean. So it's possible. I mean, so, honestly, I mean, let me, I mean, I feel like it just, it like, it's like, it's just a different situation. I mean, like when, when I, you're pregnant, yeah. but I can speak from like a pregnancy point of view. When you're pregnant, you can't, you like your emotions, like they just take over. 
So in that situation, she's probably already like stressed out. And the fact that like she's pregnant stresses her even more out. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, I look, I understand. So she and probably I empathize. could have handled the situation differently if she wasn't pregnant. But I honestly think that pregnancy does play a role in like your your uh, like her hormones like interacting. I mean, they're like just affecting the situation, probably making it worse than what it should have been. Yeah, I understand and I empathize. I mean, I don't think every I I, I don't want to general. I don't want this to end up being a generalization that pregnant women are just going to act crazy because right. they're pregnant. Because I don't think that's. And also, I just want to throw it out there too. I don't that think it's not about race either. People are calling her a racist, and like that's why she's having to uh do a GoFundMe because she almost lost her job because I mean, people I are think, falsely honestly, accusing her of being racist. Honestly, with everything that's come out, I if she loses her job, uh, I think it's pretty reasonable at this point. Because I don't want if I'm if I'm seeing this, if I'm seeing this, I'm thinking twice before going to Bellevue for any kind of medical help. And just to finish my point, I I don't think, you know, even though there are people using the justification of her being pregnant and the pregnancy hormones. I don't think it's fair to pregnant women to say that they're that they're with, with their hormones, they're going to just act as insane as this individual. They it's, do. It's really, I'm telling so, you firsthand. Okay. That's totally fine. But I think it's, I think it's, it's absolutely, it, it's just not a good okay, representation I have a question for, for you women. and we yeah. can like end it. I have a question for you and we can like end it. Yeah. Okay. Would you put up a fight if something of yours was taken? No, no. I learned. I learned very early on. If if it comes to a public altercation, if you live in New York specifically, if it comes to a public altercation over anything, you just go peace out. I'm not going to be a part of this. You take whatever you want. I'm out because you don't know how that's going to escalate. You don't know if the other person is armed. You don't know what can what can come out of it. So yeah, if either of those folks came after the bike that I'm on, I would have said, all right, bro, just take it. Let me just take this out of my account. That's what I would have done. But not, not, people- not everybody's blessed with like paying like, okay, well, let me just pay that $1,200 fine. If no, it doesn't get no, the bike had that's, that's not a fair representation because the fight had been, the, the bike had been docked. So neither of them were up for the $1,200. And I said that I would, I said, let me remove my bike and let me remove the bike off of my account. So that's what I would do and walk away. Yeah, I'm not going to fight over something. It's not worth it, especially in public. Yet, Like I said, you don't know if the person's armed. You don't know if they have friends around. They're going to beat your ass if you put up a fight. You don't know what's going to happen. So why escalate a situation unnecessarily where you don't know what the outcome can be and, and you're in public? The outcome could be literally anything. Anybody could see you doing something, misinterpret it the same way that they misinterpreted this video, come up to you and beat your ass over it without you having absolutely no control over it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to pick a fight with strangers. It's weird. It's fucking weird as fuck to fight with a random stranger on the street, especially over something like a public bike that, like, you could – either of you could just cancel it and walk away. So, yeah, it's weird on both of their parts. And I'm, I'm putting yeah, more I think the they're honest- both Honestly, I think they're both in the wrong. Like, I'm just going to throw it up in the air. I think they're yeah, both in the wrong. Like, think- she's not – and he's not right. So I just, think I, that, mean, I just think that it's pretty evident that they're high school kids. They're more immature. And as the adult, are they high school kids? Yes, Do we they know are. They they're, are? they're high school. They, from what I've seen so far, I may be wrong, but from I what mean, I've seen so far, men that dress like that, huh? There's grown men that dress like that. 
I mean, they look and sound like high school kids. They look at, like they're talking like they're still in, in class. But, uh, yeah, people are saying in the chat they're kids. So, yeah, like, I, you know, the, she's the adult in the situation. She's supposed to have, like, the cooler head and make the, the right decision in these kinds of moments. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, you could flip it around and be like, I mean – She's the adult, so like, I mean, why not show that respect that she and she's pregnant? Why not give her like it's like it's like okay, if you go in a bus and you see a pregnant woman, are you gonna give up your seat? I mean, yeah, but that's different. If there's, I mean, it's if, the same thing. If, if she wants idle, the bike, why not give her the bike? She's if pregnant. They're idle, if there are idle bikes right next to you, you don't have to. You don't, and you don't even have to walk like two feet to get two feet to get to it. If it's an we empty don't know bus, if there's other bikes. If it's, We're just if speculating it's an empty at bus, this point. If it's an empty <laughs> bus full of seats, you don't have to get up and give your seat. If it's an empty bus full of seats, they have, in fact, in New York, the first the first half of the, the bus is usually reserved to people like pregnant people, elderly people who have a hard time standing up. You usually don't take right. their seats. You sit, you sit at, well, we don't I know used to sit at the back know, of the bus. We don't know other bikes that were available. We don't know that. We weren't there. She wasn't there. She. I mean, I mean we don't know that. It doesn't yeah, show in the video that there is see, available bike. I don't see why she would lie about it if it's something that could be easily disprovable and would make and would further add to the to discrediting their account. I mean, the the way that this worked is this video came out. People sided with with the boys, and then and then when she presented the receipt, they were like, "No, no, fuck them. They're all wrong." And now she presented their side. Like, why would she lie about this? What would she gain? It would only add more negativity and turn people mm -hmm. against them again. It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was a good debate, Dennis. Um, I agree. Thank you so much, Becky. Thank for you for joining. letting me I hope, talk. I, <laughs> <I've been> like, <laughs> I hope you had fun talking. I know. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I can be a little too, like, you know. Yeah, a little passionate, but it's good. We love a passionate noodles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, good you, night. Becca. Good night. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. I know I have more people here who want to come in. I do have to end it because I, I just got a text message and I have to see what's going on. Uh, it, it sounds like it's an emergency. So I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you, Becca, for joining. I love having conversations like this. We should do this more often. OK, uh, but anyway, I appreciate every single one of you. Look forward to talking to all of you again. We'll uh, we'll stay in touch. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you later, folks. Love you. Peace.